Oh, uh, how do I say this? Trey Turner's new best friend, <laughs> Oxville sports talk show host, Tony Basilio. So weird. It's so weird to see the Phillies do normal things. And that's uh, that's left for other organizations usually, but uh, there you go. Trey Turner's what, the What's their payroll going to be, about $500 million? I mean, I don't know because <laughs> they still have to buy. They still have to fortify and fill out their bullpen. I mean, there's still a whole lot of work left to be done. Are you as big an Eagles fan as you are a Phillies fan? I love the Eagles. But oh, man, you're rolling, man. You've had a heck of a year. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Yeah. I mean, the Vols, the Phillies, and the Eagles, my gracious, boy. You know, I can't help but think that the Eagles had a part in Robinson going out the door. Um, uh. But that whole thing Sunday, that kind of – you talk about something that blew up in his face. That was not good. No. Yeah. But you could see it coming a mile away. Sure you could, yeah. I feel bad for John. John mm-hmm. is from uh, Union City, Tennessee. Yep. I think, Tony, I think he and Mark Griffin uh, knew each other growing yep. up. And I know what this job meant to him. I feel very bad for him for that point. I mm-hmm. texted him earlier today and just said, hey, <laughs> something good will come out of this. And I, I do believe that for him. He's a good man. I hope it goes well. Yeah, I, you know, I had – um little meeting with Mark today and Mark was saying the same thing. Professional sports, these high level college sports are very unforgiving. Sometimes, you know, you don't win. Somebody's got to pay the price. I'm going to bypass the orange bull for a minute and just go on a little soapbox here. Hendon hooker got royally screwed for that young man. Not to be invited to the Heisman is bull. Thank you. You're exactly right. And I'll tell you what's what's sad about it is he's everything you'd want in a Division One athlete. I mean, he's so exemplary in so many ways. And I just think those voters, that whole system, I think a real disservice is done to the game of football when you take a guy like him and you say, well, you're not even one of the four best in our game. When it really it's a quarterback's award, you're going to tell me that guy in one of the top four quarterbacks in the in – the, uh, country this year come on now do you want to see some numbers that i put together earlier that uh that billy will show in a graphic yeah so these are the numbers uh of the the four quarterbacks that did get invited Mm -hmm. and the one that didn't in hendon hooker and tony i can't find any argument in my mind to say that when he got hurt, he couldn't have been worse than number two at that point. Couldn't have been worse. No, that's exactly right. I mean, the bottom line is if Tennessee would have defeated South Carolina and he would have stayed on his feet, he would be holding the trophy this weekend. But that just goes to show you, um, you know, look, I've never liked that award. To me, you're giving out a personal award in the ultimate team sport. It's just never made much sense to me, but – I realize it has prestige. It seems like with every passing year, though, it loses a little something. And maybe that's um, orange-colored glasses speaking, but it just doesn't seem like the same award it was, say, even 20, 25 years ago. It just does not seem the same. It used to be called the most heralded, or what was the term they used to use for it, the most cherished trophy in American sports? I, I, I don't think that's the case anymore. Watson, 
Give give us some thoughts, uh, and you yeah, kind one, of take one of the it biggest things when you read about the Heisman, Tony, is mm-hmm. which one, and, and it's off the field. There's a lot of stuff to the Heisman Award, but mm-hmm. which one did the most for his team? How in the world, you know who the two I'd pick that did the most for their team out of that list? The kid, and the one, yeah, and Max Dugan, D- Dugan, number that. two. Yeah, those other guys, C.J. Stroud, uh, uh-uh. uh. No. Uh, Caleb Williams had a good year, but I mean, Stetson Bennett's got all kind of great players around him, and I'm not saying he don't deserve to be there, but yeah. the guy that did the most for his football team on that board was Hendon Hooker, and it's a shame to me because I think the injury is the reason they didn't put him in there, and that's not fair. He, he, doesn't make, he, doesn't, played, yeah. he played 11 games, nearly 11 games. He got hurt in the fourth quarter of the South Carolina game, mm-hmm. and and I think he's not there just because he got hurt. That's not fair. Uh, but when you watch Tennessee play and then you watch those other teams play, Max and Hendon are the two quarterbacks that really did the most for their, their two teams. I don't feel good about any of the four that are there. I don't I don't look at it this year. The one I would vote for out of that four is Max, Max Duggan. I, w- I would not – I don't feel great about Caleb Williams winning it. I just no. don't. That's just me. I just I just don't. This feels like a year where, you know, Baseball Hall of Fame, there are no inductees. That's the way I look at that award. I mean, I'm not trying to knock anybody, but I don't see anything distinguishing anybody on that list to say, boy, that's a Heisman Trophy winner. And, in fact, here's the thing that really kind of irks me. The Williams kid is going to win it. Yeah. And he lost the other night, his first last time out. And didn't look very good doing it. And people say, well, you know, the hamstring and the this and the that. Hey, listen, they 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 fought Hendon Hooker for the way he went out, and they held that against him. And I don't see how you can lose the same team twice in one year and turn around and win the award. It doesn't make any sense to me, but that's me. No. And, and to lead to that, Tony, I, it's easy for me, it's that – Losing to South Carolina and then losing your quarterback, your Heisman yeah. Trophy quarterback, yep. is so devastating that it takes away from the year they had. You, We all kind of forget this team was that close to being mm-hmm. in the Final Four. I mean, that close to being in the Final Four. And uh, uh, But we, we backed away from giving them the credit the year they've had. Um, I probably was more proud of the coaching staff and the team in that yeah. last game as I was in any all year because everybody was on them. They've gone from the stars, the heroes, to everybody on them, just like that. And to turn around and come back and play that hard and that tough in Nashville against the team, Vanderbilt wasn't anywhere close to them, but against the team that had won two straight SEC football games. Yes. And to go on the road, even though it wasn't on the road, but to go on the road and do that to me is a great credit to them. And and I just think it's a shame that we're kind of forgetting just how good a year that really was. And you know what? Furthering your point, which, hey, it's easy to forget. You were riding high 8-0 at one time. You know, they, they announced the Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year finalist today. You know Josh Heupel's not even one of the final eight. Who was in it? I mean, Here they are. That's Sonny nuts. Sonny Dykes is one. 
Mike Elko to Willie Fritz, Tulane, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, believe it or not, Lincoln Riley from USC, Kirby Smart, Georgia, John Summerall, Troy, and Jeff Trailer from Texas, San Antonio. I'm sorry. I'm sure a lot of those guys had great years. Coaching this league, get your team to 10 and 2 with that roster and then give me a call. I mean, give me a break, guys. No, I'm with you on that too. But that's where I'm, that's exactly to me, Tony, what we're dealing with here. We're going from uh, everybody's in shock year to all of a sudden, and you lose the quarterback, and now you're going to play Clemson with a backup, and you're wondering how it's going to, all of a sudden, it, it sounded like it was an average year. This was no average year. I mean, all the door two years ago, they had nothing. A right. bunch of the kids had left. They had an NC2A investigation hanging over them. Right. I mean, you, we forget how quickly, how bad things are and how he turned it around. I know I sound like I'm I'm really tooting his horn, but I, I just don't see taking where he's come from in two years. It is easier to change a program now, Tony, than it used to be because of this transfer portal. Sure. And the NIL money. You can sure. go. You can go spend a lot of money on two or three guys and really improve your program, but still to come as far as they have, like they have, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think anybody in the country has done that. I didn't see the jump in Southern Cal the way I saw it. The jump in Tennessee, I just didn't see that. Gets no credit. I mean, that's so. What you say is really accurate, which is we live in a society where it's moment to moment. And the minute you lose that same media that can't wait to build you up, they can't wait to kill you. And it is just how it is. I guess, I guess that's what happened to Tennessee this year because the the other guy they've got left that's up for one of these national awards is the great wide receiver. And is he not going to get the Blitnikoff award now? Uh, Jalen Hyatt, who, whose numbers are just, they blow everybody off the field in college football. I guess he's not going to win the award either. I, it's almost like, and I'm not trying to sound homerish, but it's almost like Tennessee season didn't happen now. It's very strange. I, I just think the way it went down at the end, Tony, it's hard for people to get past and to see past it. That was so devastating to lose bad at South Carolina. And if I'd have thought yeah. about that more, that, that, was a, that was a trout, man. That's, That's that is yeah. a very tough place to play. Yeah. Very tough place to play. Now, the week before, they had made nine first downs against Florida, so it wasn't – you know, that that didn't make it much of a trap that way. But I think losing Hendon Hooker is what changed everything. It changed the look of the Tennessee team. Everybody would be excited about going to the Orange Bowl and playing Clemson right now if he was still playing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now it's a question mark, oh, gosh, are we good enough to beat Clemson Mm -hmm. with our quarterback situation the way it is? I think – Hendon is the one that changed the whole thing, that injury. And it's just an absolute shame that it went down that way. Watson, let me ask both of you, though. I've been a Heisman voter in my past. I mean, that's that's irresponsible to just completely dismiss his achievements because all of a sudden there's an ACL issue. I mean, this guy was out of his mind good and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm sorry, C.J. Stroud does not deserve to be there no. over Hendon Hooker. No. But, George, you know how it goes. C.J. Stroud is a guy in August 
and July and back in May when the annuals that are still out there come out, who they splash on the covers and who all these guys talk about. And what's never made any sense to me about that award, and here's why I largely have ignored it down through the years. You can't tell me, George, in baseball, we don't pick the MVP in April. We don't say who the MVP is going to be, and then that's who the MVP is going to be. We, we don't do that. Why do we do that in college football? That's the only reason C.J. Stroud's going. It's the only reason. Well, th- this is really – this this one bugs me. Yeah. It's irresponsible. This, I mean, put his numbers back up there for just a minute, if you will, Billy. I mean, look at 27 touchdowns to two INTs. Right. I mean, that's unbelievable. In 11, and, 11 games. And that 11 games. Warrant a seat in New York. And leads all of those quarterbacks in rushing, by the way, too. Yeah. I mean, so and it's one game. It's one game short, and it's two games short of three of them, and one game short of the guy that's going to win it. Uh, so no, I don't I think he will win. I think Caleb Williams will win. Let's say he had stayed healthy. Okay, I think you can pretty easily say that he was going to f- throw for three or four hundred against Vandy. Oh, and, and many touchdowns. Many yeah, touchdowns. And, and take that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and take that number quite a bit higher i mean what help me tony what did he not do to get a seat at that table he wasn't a part of the club and the wow. well, and you didn't finish that, the year and you didn't finish the year and the weirdest thing about that award is i'm telling you this caleb williams guy's going to win it and he did not look good friday night i don't care healthy not healthy 100 30 percent i don't care he did. If you guys want to tell me that's a Heisman Trophy winner, please don't give the award out. And he's going to win the award. He is going to win the award. He doesn't yeah. deserve it. So we got about, let's say, four, five, six minutes here. Yeah. So it's Clemson in the Orange Bowl. Yes. Will this be a big travel Tennessee fan base, or are they in sort of the hangover because of the way it ended? Oh, no, Tennessee fans are going to travel to that game. Uh, Tennessee yeah. fans, haven't they haven't been in a near six bowl in forever. They haven't been in the Orange Bowl in 25 years. This is a celebration of Tennessee football. Um, Watson has a really good point. He saw him up close and personal last week. I watched the game last week, North Carolina-Clemson game. Uh, what? Dabo Swinney, and I was talking to one of their writers today. Who's been over I know where this years. is going. Well, no, I mean, we call him Coach Chart here because i can't pronounce that kid's name but that poor kid can't play i mean that guy bounced three three balls to start the game they threw one high and they got him out of there if they don't do that that game is an absolute blowout and the flipping burgers thing a guy on my uh, a guy on my show had a pretty good line kevin Steele, who coached at both places you know he's down there at miami and the last time they played in that game when he was down there, I think West Virginia put 75 on one of his defenses. And, <laughs> and one of our guys wants him to go out and flip a, um, a, a hamburger in honor of what uh, Dabo said. Uh, instead of ca- uh, tossing a coin to begin the game, Watson, we're going to flip a hamburger. And one side's going to be charred black like uh, that last defense they had down there that, that night in the uh, Orange Bowl. And uh, then the other side is whatever it's going to be. But, guys, I'm telling you, this game, Tennessee fans are excited about it, and it's going to be fun. Now, 
what's going to happen. I'm going to premedicate before that game after watching that freshman play last week, guys, from Clemson. I'm premedicating, thinking about him, Watson, throwing on our defense. I'm, I'm already starting to premedicate, guys. I, I, what, what, a, what a big night or afternoon, whenever it is, for Joe Milton. Oh. I mean, what a big game this is. This is it for him now. I mean, if he goes and he performs, he's the next man, Tony. Can he do if it? He, Can he do it if he does defense? not play well, Watch if he another. does not play well now, they're going somewhere else. They're going with a young one there or go get one. And what a big game this is for that kid. But they're saying no opt-outs for him. I mean, no opt-outs for Clemson on that defense. So if Clemson brings all those big guys in there on that defensive line. Well, it's just it, – but that, that, that's what they play every week, Tony. That's that's what Tennessee plays every week in the Boom. SEC. That I front like that. seven, that front <laughs> seven is SEC front seven. Now, the secondary is not. Not. I'm telling you, the yeah. secondary is not. And, uh, of course, I'm not one to be talking. I said for a month my brother's going to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know um, my wife said to me – did you text Watson? I said, are you kidding me? I'm not going to text him. Text you you should have because I deserved it. I, 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 again, went with my heart, and that will get you in more trouble. And he gets on me when I make bad picks. Well, that one wasn't bad. That was, uh, bad. That was yeah. horrendous. So but, let me ask both of you all this. Can Tennessee afford – to wait to see if Milton is any good in the Orange Bowl? Don't they have to hedge their bet with all of these really good names in the portal? I don't know. I, they, From what I understand, Tony would be able to vouch for this a lot better than me. I think they really like some of the young guys that are on their, mm-hmm. their team. So, George, I don't think they'll think they got to go do that. I think they like some of these young guys they got, and I think Joe – takes over if he plays well in this game. And if he doesn't, I think they'll go with one of the young guys and let them battle it out in the spring. I don't think they'll go for a transfer quarterback. Maybe I'm wrong, Tony. Help me with that. What do well, you think? Well, if he bombs out in the bowl game, they're almost going to be forced to try and do something, I would think, Watson. You, you don't think, think the they'll stay right within now, the young guys? Well, the idea right now is to make Taven Jackson think that he's got a really great chance of starting to start the season. Keep both those guys interested. Keep them on your roster. And these days, you've got to massage these guys. You know, because everybody knows, hey, you've got a guy over here that can play a little bit. And they think this Jackson guy has a future as a college quarterback, whether it's here or somewhere. And I think the concept is to keep him engaged, keep him here. Now, he's got a shoulder deal, or he would get every opportunity to play in this game. I, I really believe that. I think if he didn't have the shoulder situation, he'd get an opportunity to play in this game, but he's not going to be available. So, with that in mind, you know, like you say, the hope is that Milton plays well. And and with him, he's a box of chocolates. Who knows? He's an absolute wild card. In fact, both these quarterbacks are wild cards. Because the other kid from Clemson, you can't tell me that if they didn't have more confidence in him, they wouldn't have moved off uh, the, uh, the the upperclassmen to begin with. But there was Ukulele. something about that kid. They didn't trust him. They did I, not trust I, that young kid I, I, in practice. We're gonna, something about him. We'll talk about it a bunch, Tony, as it goes. But yeah. I just got a feeling Tennessee's going to get them pretty good, and I think Milton will play the best we've seen him play. How far does he take that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think he's going to play a solid game in this game. 
Tony, I need a 30 second answer where I'm going with this is aren't most of these transfer portal kids going to commit before that bowl game? I mean, I would think so. Unless a lot of these teams that are involved with them say, give us, give us some time here. Give us some time. And I think Tennessee's calculus is talking to somebody. Look, if we've got to go get somebody, we'll just go get somebody in the spring because the other thing that happens is freshmen come in and start early now. So incumbent guys or veteran guys realize I don't have a spot on this roster anymore. So a bunch of those guys jump in the spring as well. You know, there's there's talk, George, of one guy that I think fits their offense to a T. Who's that? That they're saying he very well could come out in his last year. And that's Sam Hartman at Wake Forest. I'm telling you, that kid fits the orange offense. That'd be scary. I'm telling you, I'm hearing there's a great chance he may come out. That's the one that fits him right there. And he's hitting the hooker without the same legs. And when Watson hears it, it's normally pretty good info. There you go. Watson. I also no. heard North Carolina was going to beat Clemson, too. Right. That wasn't real good info. Now, your picks. Now, again, your Orange Bowl pick, I'm taking with a grain of salt. No offense. Your pick on the uh, quarterback deal, though, I'm listening to that. But your Orange yeah. Bowl pick, I think you got a little – there's a little dislike there from Clemson. I think there's a deep-seated – there's something going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that, Watson. No offense um, to you. No, no, I'm staying out of it. No comment. I'm <laughs> staying completely away from so it. There's something that's going on in his childhood. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tony, I, maybe, childhood, maybe but... Clemson spurned him. Maybe. Then it was Alabama. Then yes. it became Vandy. Hey, or, yeah. two words to end this. Trey Turner. Boy, I love it. Uh, you should. Let's let's He's go sign some more. Player. I feel like a Yankee fan all of a sudden. We're a have. <laughs> Who knows? Go get Aaron Judge. Hey, thank you guys. Be blessed. Hey, Tony, all thank right, Tony. you. Appreciate thank it. You guys.